0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: Hey friends, and welcome back to another episode of Tigress. I'm your host, Nadia Okamoto, and I'm recording this on January 1st, 2023. I cannot believe it is already 2023. I feel like in my heart and my soul and my mind, it is still 2019. The pandemic hasn't happened because I'm trying to erase that from my memory. Anyways, in all seriousness, I'm very excited for this year. I feel like 2022 was a really, really big learning year for me. I think it was putting everything that I learned in like 2020 and 2021 into practice. Um, For those of you who are new here, 2020 was like the start of a lot of unlearning and learning for me. I was one met with the global pandemic, just like everybody else, and really forced to look internally at and confront a lot of my fears and trauma that I'd been pushing off for so long. And 2020 was also the year that I met a lot of public backlash for the first time and was really pushed to do a lot of unlearning very publicly and a lot of that involved me being uh, in residential rehab for like six weeks and doing a lot of mental health work getting new diagnoses and then having to like deal with that diagnoses once I was discharged so 2020 to me was like a really big pivot point of one having all the things that I was running away from for 20 years catch up to me Also, um, really having to look at my career and think about what I wanted to do because I was starting to prepare for post-grad life. And three, like it was a time when I was doing a lot of questioning about like my role in society, which actually pushed me to change like my whole academic focus and major in college. and so to me, like 2020 was the start of a lot of learning. 2021 was a lot of like slowly putting that into practice. You know, 2021 was when I launched my company, August. Um, it was also when I started on TikTok and like within six months had grown a following of 2 million followers, which was a really, really big lifestyle change. And I think 2021 was also like getting back to building and investing in a lot of my personal relationships, particularly with my mom and also with my boyfriend. Like having these new diagnoses and having a year where I could explore the world and just get started. So if 2021 was like starting to scratch the surface on what would be possible with like Nadia 2.0, 2022 was like really diving into it. It was like the whole year being on medication, antidepressants, were which were a really big life changer thing for me. But also 2022 was like being in New York City, having graduated from college, um, uh really having a strong relationship with my support system that I could really build upon. Um, And so for me, I think 2022 was a really big learning year, was like taking everything I had learned over these last uh, couple chapters of my life and like putting it into practice. And I think that the result of that, if I could name like one thing that I really took away was like truly learning to feel comfortable with all of the flaws that I have and all of the weird and quirky parts about me because I think for years I've always prided myself in being someone who's unapologetic and can be really bold in my work and in my persona, but it wasn't until 2022 that I really got to like work through a lot of borderline personality traits of being really insecure, having a lot of self, uh, like low self-worth and getting to a point where I was like, okay, that's part of my diagnosis, but I can't let that stop me. Um, And like, how do I make it so that I can really just like lean into who I am? And if I become really self-aware of how I've been using work and external validation as a crutch for my self-worth, if I become really aware of that, how do I then step into just being unapologetically me? And I think that the result of that um, in combination with feeling really loved uh, in my personal relationships and feeling really supported in my professional life as well and having the confidence that I can put the time and energy and resources into healing and becoming more and more self-aware every single day and not being afraid of taking accountability and learning and unlearning publicly is what enabled me to do things like the period fairy activation, to post more period blood content online, to talk more about my trauma in a way that is like much more mature and like coming from a place of abundance rather than like fear and like covering my ass. So like I'm actually recording this podcast in my apartment with a full wig and like makeup on because I was trying to do a lot of just like brainstorming of what I wanted this podcast episode to be like going into 2023 and I was like let me just like tap into my inner period fairy and like I never really understood the concept of having an alter ego and then to me the period fairy like has really become my alter ego which is like the version of me if I really did not care what people think because even if I am unapologetic of course like when you make content or when you're approaching any sort of like even in-person conversation That experience has so many little decisions into what you do, right? Like, even if I'm making authentic content, I'm still deciding, like, how I'm going to edit it, what I'm going to caption it, um, when I'm going to post it. Like, every little thing is a decision that I'm making. And so for me, like, when I take that away and when I say, like, okay, I'm doing this just for me, I want to, like, be in my element. And, like, what, what do I look like if I don't care what people say? And so I just kind of like rolled with that as I was getting ready for this podcast. And here I am in like a bob cut bang uh, wig uh, that's black and red in my apartment um, with full face of makeup on, looking a little bit like Kim Possible with my outfit, um, all just to do this podcast recording by myself before I take it all off and go to hot yoga in like 45 minutes. So this is me this is nadia me like trying to bring more of my period fairy self into the world and into my daily life even when i'm not at a festival or like really taking on the period fairy spirit spirit but to me period fairy is being unapologetic not caring what people think and that's what that's the energy i want to bring into 2023 because to be honest i'm really anxious nervous, excited about so many beautiful things that we have coming up in the new year Um, from a work perspective. August has some big moves. I know that our team is gonna be growing, Um, but with any new business development, I think as a CEO and as like a senior leader within any company, the more success there is, the more pressure it feels like there is. The same thing with being a content creator. The more followers I have, the more eyeballs are watching me when I make a mistake. Um, when I make a mistake really publicly, and that can be really scary. And, you know, before when like my hater circle was like just a few people who had like anonymous accounts. Now I'm going into 2023, like fully knowing that there are hater accounts that are anonymous, but fully dedicated to like hating me. And like, that's a really scary thing to grapple with. Because like, I know you know, I try to appear really strong online and like, I don't care what people say about me. Fuck the haters. Like, I'm just going to keep going. But like internally, I still feel like this 11 year old girl who's just really hurt that people are talking behind her back and people are calling her a slut behind her back, even though she's never had her first kiss. And I think that that's something that I'm honestly really trying to. To work through. All that to say, there's a lot coming up in 2023, and I think all I can do is really lean into my confidence and into knowing who I am. Um, There are a few resolutions that I have that all have to do with like leaning into being more self aware, one of which is like, I really want to know about my heritage. I think that because I don't have a relationship with my dad, who's an immigrant from Japan, and my in his his gr his mom, my paternal grandmother, who's my Obachan, because I don't have a relationship with them and because I was disowned by my my maternal grandparents, I really feel like there's a disconnect to knowing more about my heritage, which even though I'm Asian American and I feel like I'm very assimilated um with my identity and my behaviors, I still really want to learn like about my lineage, like where I came from, why I am the way that I am, like as I immerse more into conversations, even in my social life about like generational trauma, I want to know about those past generations. And I visited Taiwan and Japan like many, many years ago, uh, like before I had a memory as a child. And I feel like now I'm 24, turning 25 in a couple months where I actually have like the adult bandwidth to understand a lot of, I don't know, just like what I grew up with and the issues that I grew up with. So that is a huge goal of 2023 is to like lean into that, whether that be I'm going to sign up for Ancestry.com or I'm going to book a trip and go to Taiwan and Japan, especially as like there's a whole debate around Taiwan's independence, like with China and everything like I, I really want to travel to my motherland. So Japan and Taiwan, here I come. Another really big thing that I want to work on is like just creating more quiet time where I'm not making content, I think. 2021 in order to like grow my accounts I really was holding myself accountable of posting 50 to 100 times a day on TikTok and that may that meant that I pushed myself to view everything as a content opportunity from showering pooping taking my medication going to therapy like Everything that I did, I was trying to figure out like, how do I make this a content moment? And obviously I think that the TikTok algorithm has changed where it's not really rewarding that like high quantity, um, you know, lower quality span of content. So like I get to take a little bit of a step back, but I also think like I really hit a wall where I was like, oh my God, uh, red flag around girl bossing my way too close, to, too, close to, too close to the sun. I'm looking at everything in my life as a content opportunity. So what is for me? And so I think that a big priority of mine is like, how do I create more time for myself where I'm just like able to be present and really focused on just like my own learning and unlearning for the sake of myself and not because I'm sharing it with anybody. And so that is where I'm like super, super in love with having Mimi as like my emotional support animal because I you know, part of my caregiving for her, which I absolutely want to do, and it helps that my love language is acts of service, is being able to take her on walks for, like, an hour or two at a time where I can just put in an audiobook and listen to my audiobook. Sometimes that audiobook is a really good fiction book that I've been meaning to try. Sometimes that audiobook is, like, a nonfiction book, like, Who Cooked the Last Supper or The Body Keeps a Score, where it is about unlearning, and it's about, like, doing that self-work and so for me like creating that more time creating that self-time where it's just about like my own learning by myself not making content is something that I really want to lean into in 2023. Um, I'm 25 like turning 25 in a couple months which is so wild like quarter life crisis if I live to 100 um, and I'm kind of preparing for a quarter life crisis whatever that means so I feel like doing that self-work to like really know who I am and like be in my body is so important like now more than ever before.
0: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator
1: resolution that I have is to really invest in my relationship with my boyfriend because 2022 was really crazy. Like I definitely think that work was really insane. Um, having a platform got really overwhelming at times. And the first thing to go honestly, um, in an unhealthy tendency of mine was one self-care sleep and my relationship. Sleep, I was really good at because that's something that I've always known was really important uh, since I got out of rehab, but also something that Henry, my partner, really holds me accountable to. But I think because I've been busy and he's been busy, we really let go of like any sort of date time. Like we celebrated our three year anniversary in early November, and three months later, we still haven't celebrated it. So when I say we celebrated it, like it was the date, but it came and went. I was out of town for work. I, we did not go on a dinner date. We since then like have not really celebrated it. So I feel like that is something that's really sad and like something I really want to work on. Um, Henry is so important to me. And I think that as I'm twenty, turning 25, I do not feel ready to get married or have kids uh, very much. So even though it's crazy to know that my mom had me when she was 24, like I do not feel ready at all. But as my friends uh, and people around me are starting to get engaged or think about having kids, like I am thinking a lot about like, is this my life partner? And like how I feel right now in this moment is that, yes, like this is someone that I love and someone that I see being in my life, like for as long as I live. And I've loved building a life with him over the last year. He's been so supportive of me, even in my darkest of times in the last couple of years. And to be able to like have a home with him, build a home with him, have a daughter with him, my doggy daughter is like one of the most, you know, biggest things that makes me feel so, so, so blessed coming out of last year. And so I know that I really let go of that relationship and not given it the time, attention and care that it needs. And that is a really big goal of mine is to like invest in that, like go on dates, have time where I can like work through any antidepressant, uh, symptoms of like not having, um, any sex drive or wanting to be touched, like working through that, making that a priority so that like I can have those intimate moments. So that's a really big year. That's a really big goal of mine going into, uh, 2023. And then another part of it is just like continuing to only do things that I genuinely want to do and feel really aligned with my character and my values, because I think when you have a platform in the world of being an influencer, there are a lot of opportunities that come my way, whether it be like money, um, travel opportunities, partnership opportunities, gifting opportunities. And I would say maybe like 70% of them, I feel really, really good about. Um, And something that I'm proud of coming out of the last couple of years is like, I've been really thoughtful with my team. To make sure that everything we touch is like really well thought out like i only do partnerships where i really align with the brand messaging where i really align with the campaign where i don't think that the campaign that i'm going to be doing um like creates more harm like i'm not going to name any specific brands but i actually got a lot of um outreach from like weight loss supplements or like waist trainers and those were ones some of which had money on the table that i said no to very proudly and very quickly Um, And I want to keep that up. And I know that like as my platform's growing, like more of those partnerships will come into play. And there's a lot of fast fashion partnerships that I think are the easiest ones to grab on social. And for me, I really want to maintain like the carefulness and thoughtfulness that I've had around all that work. I think that also comes into play in like being a thoughtful leader in my line of work with August, right? Like August is growing, August is growing a platform. Naturally, as I'm running like a lot of our brand partnerships team, um as we have more opportunities, whether those be media influencer partnerships, retail opportunities, I know that like there's going to be a lot of big decisions coming up and I think that I want to make sure that I'm as thoughtful about that as possible and in many ways like that's really counterintuitive to like everything I've learned from growing up in the capitalist system of like grow 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 as fast as you can do everything you can to grow your um, monetary value do everything you can to grow your number of followers and you know naturally if I want to be as thoughtful as possible about the partnerships that I do, it means turning down money. It means losing followers when I take really, really strong stances on things like being pro-abortion or caring a lot and being very vocal about the importance of being gender inclusive about periods. So I think for me going into 2023, like that's why self-awareness is so important because I recognize the immense responsibility that I have with the platform that I have, but also with the role that I have as the CEO of a fast growing brand to be really thoughtful about the partnerships that I have. And I think that's why I, in my own unlearning and like, I call it like unlearning and learning time because I don't know, you know that just is the best way to put it. I think that's why I've cared so deeply about like leaning into like my academic interests around studying like white supremacy traits and uh, capitalism, because These are really, really big words. And I think that they're often overused um, on social media activism, which is just like to me, very clickbaity, oftentimes like filled with a lot of misinformation. And in my own time, like I do a lot of reading. I do a lot of podcast listening. I do a lot of like just trying to read books and like follow the right creators who are having these like really in depth conversations because I, I very much acknowledge that as a content creator creating content on these platforms like TikTok and Facebook, which are like arguably some of the biggest corporations in the world who are profiting off of every single piece of content that goes out there, inherently as a content creator, like I am a cog in that machine. And um, when I have built this life for myself where my own financial stability depends on that, but also depends on like growing a company really successfully, a for profit, venture backed company, there are a lot of paradoxes that I have to exist within as someone who. Is like deeply believes in, um, you know, conscious capitalism and really questions whether or not conscious capitalism or f- a feminist economy is possible when we're so deeply rooted in this patriarchal um, capitalist world that we're in, right? Like, there are a lot of questions that I have and I'm very, you know, critical in, uh, about my own beliefs. And I think the way that I work through that is just by learning, like doing as much research as I can. And that's been really important as I like go into 2023. Like I want everything that I'm working on to be successful. I'm very ambitious in terms of the vision I have for this company, but I also acknowledge that like there are a lot of systems around me that I'm operating with that I don't always feel values aligned with. And because of that, it's really important that I uphold myself to being as self-aware as possible, learning as much as I can about these systems so that I can navigate them surrounding myself with people who are um, challenging me every single day. Like one of the things I'm really grateful for in terms of like the people I have um, the opportunity to work with on the August team is like a lot of them share the same criticisms I have around like companies that are greenwashing or woke washing or growing really fast. And I think that that's something I'm really thankful for because some of the best articles I've I've read that, you know, challenge me to think differently about the work that I do or the way I make decisions are ones that my team sent me. Um, and so for me, like going into 2023, I'm so excited to get to work. I I'm so excited and very nervous about some of these big developments that we have coming up um, that I'm so excited to share with all of you. I'm excited to keep growing my platform. I'm excited to like have this outlet of Tigris. um, And I just want to make sure that I like keep leaning into like my values and I keep pushing myself to be really hyper aware of my values and I invest in the relationships that I have. And, you know, I, I really struggle with having shame around having borderline personality disorder. I'm really proud of all the the progress that I've made in the last year to work through a lot of those traits. I think one of the ways that I try to identify like a superpower um, coming from my diagnosis is that it pushes me to be really critical of myself. It pushes me to really not like who I inherently am. And I think having that higher level of self-criticism, honestly, is what pushes me to accept that I have so much to learn. It humbles me every single day. And when I am fearful of not liking who I am or not knowing who I am, the first thing I turn to is like being type A and girl bossy about like, okay, like, let me write a plan on how I'm going to get to a higher level of self-awareness. And if I don't like who I am and I'm really questioning my instinct, how do I do the learning and surround myself with people that I really admire so that I can be the strongest leader um, that I can be. So I feel like I have my work cut out for me. And I think like in order to make all of these resolutions possible, everything from be doing my self-care to getting enough sleep, investing in my romantic relationship to like being the best boss that I can be. I just need to keep sleeping a lot. And so, you know, I've been really, really good in 2022 about sleeping eight to 10 hours a night. And I really noticed, like, it is crazy to me that freshman year in college, uh, I would pull all-nighters, like, night after night. And, like, I could never imagine doing that ever again. I need my eight hours of sleep at least. Last night, I slept 11 hours, which is so important. Um, And I woke up feeling great. Uh, I'm ending my day feeling great. And that energy, that sleep routine is something that I want to keep leaning into. So with that, I hope everybody is having a wonderful, wonderful year. I strongly encourage you to do some reflection on what your New Year's resolutions are. Whether your alter ego is an inner period fairy or you have a different alter ego, whatever like inner person you have inside of you that is like the version of you that you would be if you did not care what people gave, like what people thought, like that's what I want you to lean more into. That's why I'm here like, half period fairy out like Nadia, Nadia, like me, that that's what I'm taking into 2023. So I'm so excited to be back on my Tigress grind with all of you with a weekly episode every single Wednesday, just to get to like the inner thoughts and emotions that we're having. So um, I want to hear what y'all think. What are you hoping for in the new year? And how can I support you in that too? Um, And with love, I'll see you next year, next week. Bye.